ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And now, here are your hosts. It's Sporgy back. It's uh, now like the third week of June. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Iceman. Uh, I'm the Iceman, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, it's uh, d- it. playoff times, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. Those in a minute. Oh, uh, but. Uh, a situation we alerted Rich. Rich was only aware of this situation as we were finishing our last podcast. But the situation at U of M, and then it was just timing. Like the next day, all of a sudden, boom! Shit, meet fan. Like it. Uh, so, yeah, Rich. You said you got some things to say about what's going on with the whole Doctor Anderson U of M situation. Okay, first of all, this needs to be said. And I can't believe it needs to be said because if, granted, our audience is much smaller than our local sports talk station is, just in sheer numbers, it you know. But the, if the percentage of people calling to defend Bo Schembechler, even if he did it, even if he knew about it and said nothing, made me sick to my stomach. I don't give a fuck about what memories a coach, a player gave to you via coaching or playing. I don't care how dedicated to the program you are. I don't care if you went to the fucking school. You need to understand that the guilty parties represent only themselves. Now, if it goes up the chain, then you can say, yeah. I mean, we're talking, what, 30 to 50 years ago this was going on? How many of the principal people are still alive and kicking? But still, we need to know how far up the chain it goes. And I'm sorry. You protect a child molester, you deserve the same fucking fate as he does. Go to fucking prison for a very long time and have a very bad time. Hope you like prison food and penis. Because that's what you're that's all you're living on for your time in there. I think where this different shanks they can get at you. Nasser is anyone that could do some time is dead. Pretty much. Now that's still yeah, nothing's been proven. I get that. Now, if you want to take a look, I'm listening to the accusations. I'm listening to the rebuttals. I'm taking into consideration this and this. That's fine. But I've heard shit as ridiculous as people start living in the land of what if and might. Well, made what if the son who said that he was sexually assaulted by the doctor told his father, Bo Schembechler, and Bo Schembechler said, I don't believe you. Maybe he's saying that because they cut him out the will. Yeah, and maybe if I had four more inches of meat, your mother wouldn't walk right. Okay, but th- what I don't. is the upside of this as an adult? Is what my retort to these people. All right, if he does this when it happens to him, I understand. Like, you know, that first of all, that shoots you down. But yeah, as an adult, what does he have to gain if from saying this? Nothing. Well, like, look. As someone who has been molested and told a family member and was told twice by that family member that I was lying and sent back to the situation where it happened again, you learn that no one cares. That's the, that's the lesson you learn once you go to someone who is one of two people who are supposed to, for their entire lives, be there to protect you, especially when you're a child. Okay, He went to his father, said this happened. If his father blew him off, it is very common for a, a even teenagers to go, 
oh, then this is something I don't talk about, obviously. The subtext is, even if it happened, keep it to yourself, period. Anybody who's had family members, anything like that, who've gone through this, went through it themselves, God forbid, and have, have tried to fucking say, hey, this happened, I need some help, and have one of your f- parents look at you and go, no, now go back. Dude, that fucks you up for life, man. Right. I mean, so I, I you can't... Wanna... You, Hold on, hold on. You can't sit here and apply your born into leave it to beaver fucking family that you may have been raised in. Even if daddy was a drunk and beat up on you and your brothers and sisters, it still ain't the same as a parent so deep in denial or who does not give a fuck so much. They send a kid back into a situation where they're going to get fucking sexually assaulted. Period. Like You may stop your internal dialogue. You are wrong if you're disagreeing with me. End of story. I don't care. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about words. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will hurt forever. The trust that is broken, the fundamental bond that is lost between a parent and a child, and for people to call up and like, like even, okay, I don't mind speculating. Maybe they had a strained relationship. I don't know. If the, if, if the facts come out and that proves that, fine. Whatever. But to call up and be like, oh, he's disgruntled. He's pissed off. He didn't get enough of the Schembechler fortune. He's really, you think it, do you think it's easy for a grown man in his fucking, what is, what is this guy in his fifties now to stand up and say this shit while people are taking pictures, scrutinize him. It, it ain't even a local, it's not even local stories anymore. There's nothing local. Everything's global. The minute it's recorded, it's being broadcast. All over the world. You think he's going to put himself under that type of scrutiny? And here's the deal. You're right. There's nothing. There's not The principal people are dead. So you know what you do? You fucking go, hey, look, we need to get this shit out of here. This is ridiculous. A victim's this still alive. absolutely ridiculous. Well, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the alleged criminals are mostly dead, and people that covered it up are mostly dead. And this, this, this guy makes Larry Nasser look like an underachiever. Like, what, 900 accusations or something along those uh, yeah, lines? Yeah, it's like, it's like at least double. What Nasser did. Can I, can I get in? Yeah, go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I need you to to hear me out. Just hear me out. Go ahead. Rich, everything, everything you said was a hundred percent. Here's the thing. Back in that time with Bo, um, with you, Rich, with me, um, with Joe Pa, those were accepted norms in some circles. I don't know why. I don't. I think it was more it's, the it's, accepted it's norm horrendous. to to keep it quiet hold on just wait a second yeah exactly it it that you just it never happens it never happens like what it, like what okay. it, uh, it like when you look at joe pa when you look at bo Beckler, stuff like that those people uh tom Izzo, the main huge pieces of, of your brand well that couldn't happen there that that's that's god in an essence there's no way that those people knew that this type of thing was going on. And Rich, back to your family, same thing with me. When my mom had had me do it and, and stuff and my issues, my mom was the matriarch of the family or the patriarch, whatever the fuck you call them. Matriarch. The, the head person, you know. And when I told my grandmother and she's like, <laughs> you've got to be shit. No, 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 no. Get on. You know, Pe- people just can't fathom that people of that stature would do something that low. It well, doesn't click. 
here's the problem that that I run into because everything you just said was in my head when I first learned about this and and I was and I just got the the, the very surface details I was like okay everything you said ran through my head until this point uh they joked about it. Assistant coaches joked about it with the players. Yeah, yeah, they had a nickname for them. Yeah, like I can't. <clears throat> Doctor Finger up your ass. Yes. Yeah. Basically, they were like, "Oh, you're gonna go get whatever." I, I'm tired of learning child molesters and murderers' names. So whatever his name was, you know, you're gonna go get like, oh, you're gonna go get Doctor Riched. Like, if I was accused of this, like, you know, oh, you better, oh, you hurt? Oh, you know the doctor, he's going to stick his dick in your ass if you go see him. And people go, well, if they're joking about it, how can... That's called a coping mechanism. People with jet black senses of humor develop them to survive situations. That's why we have them. Yeah, we're funny, but at what cost? You'll never know because you can't climb in our heads. But the people who joke about shit like that, and I'm one of them, I was molested, and I joke about molestation. My mom died of cancer. I joke about cancer. I'm not above cracking jokes and whistling past the graveyard, folks. That's a coping mechanism. I have noticed I've started to make an inordinate amount of dead dad jokes. Usually happens around Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, yeah, Rich, but most people that are calling in go, oh, what if, or how, hell no, or he wants money. Or, th- those are the people that are just like in your family, your aunt, your uncles, your grandma, whatever. That are saying it can't happen. Their stature is just too high. They wouldn't be this person to to keep hush hush on that type of thing. No fucking way. Well, we it, it just that's you. Okay. Can, it, this is one of those things where it's it's almost like a millennial, but not. You can present all the evidence. You can have fucking photos of it happening, and those people would be like. Oh, that's photoshopped. Oh, come on now. Wait, well, just because okay. then the idea well, is so absurd. Maybe it's like right. maybe it's it shock. Will not, yeah, it will not click that these people could actually do that. Or no, I no, it could right. just be straight up I, denial I, too. It's it's shock it's a combination. Denial. It's a combination of both, and you're right. Here's the problem. I don't give a fuck. Me neither. That was fifty. That was 50 to 30 years ago. Bo's been dead since 2007. Okay? He hasn't been coached since, what, 90? 91, somewhere around there? When was the Gary Moeller era? I can't remember. It's not important. The point is, is that that was fine back then. Okay? That was how they wanted to handle it. We can't hop into DeLorean, Doc Brown, hit 88 miles per hour, and go fuck a hot Leia Thompson and fix this shit. Okay? We can't do that. But what we can do is go... Never fucking again and put in checks and balances and safety measures to make the people who, one, are trying to get in around vulnerable people because that's what these scumbags have done. They've embedded themselves in a job to where they have, I mean, open, easy access to very vulnerable people who are very fucking, yes, athletes are spoiled. Absolutely. If you show... If you show athletic promise at a young age, raw talent, and you, the people around you recognize it, and you are shaped and molded into an athlete, you are probably one of the most entitled, spoiled cocksuckers I ever, ever, ever fucking will meet. However, they're also told some of them take it to heart, and these are probably the ones who kept their mouth shut and didn't joke about it, that, 
oh, if you do one thing wrong, you fuck everything up. Don't rock the boat. There's a payday at the end of the, all this. Everybody goes. It's hazing. It's part of the deal. You got to pay your dues. You got all the excuses in the world don't fucking matter. One, it's just like it's just like a touchdown in football. Once someone, once that football crosses that plane, it's a touchdown. Once someone violates your personal fucking space and does anything unwanted to you sexually, that's her off. I don't care if you're a doctor. I don't care how many lambskins you got hanging on your wall. You got to go with extreme prejudice, in my opinion. Throw them on. Throw them in Gen Pop on the main line. Let them handle them. They know how to do it. All right. All right. Now let's let's talk about the fact that Bo might have known and reported it. If he did report it, it did go up. It still doesn't matter. I'm looking at Joe Pa. Joe Pa reported it and, and was told was everything's taken care of. Everything's yeah. fine. Just continue your coaching. And then they took coaching away from him and killed it. Here's, killed well, that man. He was what on was the way out job? anyways. Let's be honest. They, I mean, the, the timing of his death. Was, I mean, yeah. uh, to me, it's up there with Ed Martin's timing of death. Like, uh, really? In the middle of all this, you check out, huh, Joe Pa? It's crazy. I'm just well, saying the man reported it and people still wanted him out of Penn State. Of course, because look. Because he knew about it and still let it go on. Even though, I rep- you, I told somebody doesn't cut it it's in a situation like like he still could have did something and that's kind of what we're gonna get at with Bo Schembechler here too. This is this is what I'm saying. Look, all I know is what I would do in that situation. If I walk in and I and I witness the situation, I hear rhythmic slapping coming from the showers. Okay, somebody's gonna wish that their mama would <clears throat> would have swallowed that night. Because I'm gonna do my best to take that motherfucker apart at the joints while he's still alive till I get to the last one. Period. End of story. Now, if I hear about it and I go to report it, I don't give a fuck if that's God sitting across from that fucking from me at that desk. I'm going to look him dead in the fucking baby blues or whatever fucking color eyes he's got and go, you got one fucking day. I'm going to be back here tomorrow at this exact time. If you ain't done shit about it, I'm going to start beating the fuck out of whoever greets me at the front of your fucking office. So you don't want your secretary dead. Send her home. And Period. For, forgive me if I'm not aware of the, uh, you know, of the encompassing duties of a head coach, but wouldn't both these gentlemen have the power to say, I don't know, you're fired? Hey, Chomo, clean out your desk. No, that's the athletic director. That's fine. Cool. Because guess what? Now we're sitting in an office having a conversation in 1970, and he's looking at me going, well, uh, Bo, you know, if you go and you say something... Or you do something and I have to fire you, I'll sing from the rooftops, motherfucker. Either way, it's coming out. You can either fucking, you can either call the authorities and have the right thing done, have this motherfucker picked up, or I could take everybody down with me. Because if I'm dying, we all dying, motherfucker. Yeah. Period. That's what a man does. Suicide vest that motherfucker. That's because being a man, being, uh, fuck a man, being a good fucking human that's what a good human does fuck it seriously dude let justice be done though the heaven falls i don't give a fuck you're fucking with people's lives this is not shit that you can brush this isn't daddy didn't get me what i wanted for christmas one year this ain't that this fucks you up you can't have healthy relationships you don't grow up like everybody else 
you constantly feel fucking dirty. You, 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 you it, the, the ways that molestation and the, the cover up and the bullshit manifest itself. I could sit here and list off until fucking judgment day. Okay. And I don't think judgment day is coming. So we got quite a while. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is, I mean, what about and this night? is what's lost. I don't want to fucking exactly night, day, dawn. We're going to do it like George Romero. Go kill some pedophiles. What time is it? Does it have a digit in it? Yeah, it's pedophile killing time. And but anyways, Biohazard Nonix are going to do the soundtrack. There's like a motherfucker. <laughs> Helmet and tribe call quest. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, man. I want look, to see that purge. Make that movie. Look, all bullshit aside, man. There's no wiggle room on this. I don't care. I don't want to hear. If it comes out for sure. That there is, see, here's the problem. There's not going to be an electronic paper trail, so, so to speak, paper or electronic trail, I should say. It's going to be a literal paper trail, and we all know how easy it is to throw a file on a fire. Dude, I've worked for general managers right, parties. who people have like hurt themselves at work, watch them go into the office, open the filing cabinet, pull the person's entire employee file out, take it outside, burn it, and go, you don't work for me. I ain't paying for that. I've seen him do it. Now, whether that does anything or not, that sends quite a fucking message. And if they're willing to do that over a little fucking what? 15, maybe $1,500 fucking uh, a medical bill? What do you think uh, uh, someone like U of M is willing to do to protect their brand? Which, by the way, we need to get into the fact that why is this not blowing up like the Larry Nassar story? Thank you. I want, this is something I wanted to, which, by the way, real quick, I would ask that fellow, like, so did you pay this person in cash? Because that's how they, but anyway. Um, <laughs> is this, he still it's alive? It's called a payroll record dummy. Yeah, I, I, he might have paid him in cash. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, no, but that's, who, Anderson? Chris. Who's still alive? Yeah. No, he's way dead. Okay, that's why it's not blowing up like well, the I don't know. Larry Nasser thing. There seems to be, we talked about it in our chat, it, it, it was talked about on our local sports talk station. You know, I called it the blue machine last podcast. It's, I like his term better. It's the blue wall of silence. Because it's like, it's behind paywalls on like the DetroitFreePress.com. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not part of the free stuff you can read. And, and, and yeah, there there are tons of writers around here that have, have Michigan educations that don't really seem to be writing about this story. No, and the worst ones are the ones who don't have Michigan educations, just have ties to the program. And out of well, misplaced loyalty, they feel like they're doing something good to not report about this. It's the Look, program. Yeah, again, we said it many times. If it bleeds, it leads. There's nobody to hold their feet to the fire. What? There's like 900 the victims. Dead. Look, but paying somebody damages doesn't get the headlines as executing the person that did the crime. That's true. I mean, Larry Nasser, Larry Nasser is alive. Larry Nasser could be paraded in front of TV cameras, and and here, this is the bad guy. This person right here. Yeah, we all remember the well, story you know. about the 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 father who wanted five minutes alone with him. Right. So you can't do that with a picture of a guy who used to be a doctor at um, the you U can of M. You can't drag the venerated, vaunted U of M through the fucking mud. You could turn it into a. You could, you could turn it into ITT. It's reached all the way down here. Look, 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 look. I, look, I, look, I, I, I went further. 
Look, I love I love being a reductionist and acting like there's only one reason for everything to happen as much as anybody else because it's a fun fucking mental exercise. But ultimately, it is mental masturbation. There are multiple reasons this isn't a national story. One, yes, it is long ago. Most of the people who are accused of any wrongdoing are dead or salt and sugar kicked their ass. So they're the same as dead. It doesn't matter. Okay. Two, let's be honest. Let's do what let's do what my grandmama used to say. Good old Southern saying: "Tell the truth, shame the devil." Men getting fucking molested doesn't sell as well as little girls. Doesn't cause the outrage as much as little girls. It causes outrage. It causes fucking. Believe me. Believe me. I said. I I have had to fucking listen to shit and talk about and 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 listen to people talk about shit that I don't want to listen to. That's drug up shit in me that I don't want to deal with. But no one cares about me because I'm a 44-year-old straight white guy. My life's perfect, right? So shut the fuck up. No one cares. Fine. I get that. I don't expect uh, uh, pamphlets from the government telling me how to deal with this and what, you know, why I need a tampon and shit. Okay? Like, you know, I get it. We, we, it is what it is. Okay? Like saying or not, it just means... What are you going to do? You can't do anything about it. But there's also other reasons. If this was 98 accusation against Michigan, oh, this you? would be all anyone is talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Michigan's brand has fallen off to not one, but two generations of college football fans. They see Michigan as okay boomer football. Mediocre. Team. You're the you're the boomer football team. You're the old people's foot. Yes, you're the winningest program in college football history because you've been around the longest. Yes, you have all this history because you've been around the longest. Who gives a fuck? What have you done? Ohio State has been <clears throat> neck deep in your ass for two decades. And There's I mean, I mean you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it, outside of this area, which should be a hot, but this should be. There's only one show I know that is constantly talking about this locally. And if you know, if you're from the Detroit area, you know it's Mike Valeni's show, and he hates Michigan. And he's right about a lot of stuff, but also his hatred of Michigan is starting to cloud his, his yeah. He's trying to, like, draw comparisons and, well, what about ism? Well, when this happened to MSU, and I'm like, no, stop, dude, stop. It was wrong when they did it to MSU when they tried to somehow connect Nasser to the football program, which had nothing to do with what was going on. Nothing to do with the accusations that was going on. That was wrong. And he was right when he called it out. For him to try to connect this to Jim Harbaugh, because Harbaugh dresses like Bo Schembechler on the sidelines, get the fuck out my face with this bullshit, man. Seriously, dude. Hey, Rich, I am definitely with you about where they're at. Um... With the standing of the M, uh, definitely has something to do with it. But I don't think this is a hush hush by the big blue thing, like Chris is trying to say. Because when, uh, again, Penn State was boys, they were guys that were coming out saying this. And they had Sandusky. But they had Sandusky and they paraded that motherfucker around forever. Okay, you're right. You're right. Listen to me. Stop arguing when i tell you you're right i can't do this on two podcasts okay all right now listen to me those were little boys these are fucking college age men men 
you know, it's convenient. When we want to send boys to war, they're men. They can handle it. When we want to fucking excuse somebody sexually assaulting an 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kid, they're men. Anytime else, we got to wait till they're 25 to fucking, because their brain has to develop. And all this shit. And, well, childhood lasts much longer than we used to previously think. I have heard and 18 and 19-year-olds referred to lately as teenagers, which I get it. Technically, yes. But, I mean, when we were younger, they were, you were at, at that point, you, you were, were an adult. Eight, you were, it was, yeah, it was 18-year-old man, 19-year-old man, or 19-year-old and woman. And there's no money shot. And by money shot, it's maybe that's an unfortunate use of a phrase by me, but there's no smoking gun. That's a better one. There's no, there was an assistant coach who walked in on Sandusky molesting a kid, saw it with his own eyes. If there was a smoking gun like that, like if Jim Brandstetter had walked in and caught this doctor molesting a 10, 11 year old boy, oh shit, dude. That kid would be tracked down and I don't, you know, tinfoil hat time, sorry, I kind of think. I think there's going to be some paydays under the table for Michigan boosters because there's very sick people out there who think the most important thing is the program. And it's not. Yep. It's not. I don't give a fuck about it. Look, U of M hospital tried to save my mom's life. I mean, for like did everything they could knowing that they were never going to get paid for it. Knowing she was poor. Thank you for that. That doesn't excuse what, happened if this is true neither does a national championship neither does rose bowl appearances neither do big 10 tamp championships neither does your fucking piece of paper saying you graduated from this school just as it doesn't reflect on you personally you didn't molest anyone i don't look at you with any fucking contempt but i'm gonna look at you with contempt if you act like well because michigan gave me an education and allowed me to live this life or they gave me these memories with their sports teams then i will turn a blind eye towards this that is inexcusable in my book, and it's not up for debate with me. In fact, if someone wants to debate it with me, I will, I will give them one chance, and this is as good as it's going to get. We're not going to agree on this. This is going to get me hostile. Remember, you're in a room with me alone, and now you've got me pissed off. Are you? Is that what you want? Because that's where we're going. Let's end right, this. and I want to go the other way with that, Rich. I don't want to take what happened in this instance and place it to the rest of them, you know, U of M. I'm not. I'm placing right. it on the program and the people that were running the program at the top of the program at the time. And you got to remember, this is an accusation that goes from when Bo got there till Bo left. That's what, 20 years? Mm-hmm. Give or take? Dude, I mean, that's 100 fucking players on the team plus the practice squad for 20 years. Do the math. Dude, that's a lot of fucking players. And there's something about... <sighs> please... Listeners, all two of you, please forgive me. Like I said, I got personal shit that makes digging into this a little rough. I haven't done my due diligence like I probably should have. There's something about the 900 accusations, though, that is kind of in the air, like with a question mark. It's like there's 900 accusations, ellipsis, question mark. Because, and this wasn't in defense of anybody, this was just, we've yet to actually hear these people say anything, or they've yet to put anything down. This is like numbers that people are saying, well, we've had this many complaints. 
we don't know that there's that many complaints. Anybody can make any type of claim, especially when their hand isn't on a Bible and they're not standing in front of a judge. But uh, even if it's half, there's also greed. Well, even if it's only half, even if it's a quarter, even if it's one, it's one too fucking many, man. Agreed. Full-hearted. Why the fuck is fucking a child ever okay? Like, no, period. What if you can sing and dance? What if you made Thriller? Why the fuck? Is, and, 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 and yes, I understand. These aren't kids, Rich. You just pointed that out. Yes, you're right. But what the fuck difference does it make? When is it okay to sexually assault somebody? Give me a number. <laughs> exactly. So if you're defending, not you two, but anybody defending this shit, and I'm not talking about nothing's been proven in a court of law. You're absolutely right. No one should be in prison at this point, according to our legal system. That's why we have a legal system. Because if we, if we didn't, your fate would be based upon who accused you of doing what and who heard about the accusation and how pissed they got? That's whether you live or die. That's mob justice. We're trying to get away from that, even though we've moved from the court of you know law to the court of public opinion on a lot of shit. Still, like I get that. I will fine. I get you. But if they get the smoking gun, if they have fucking records, if U of M is, I was about to say dumb enough, but if they're they have enough integrity to actually release files and be like. Yep, this was in there. We didn't know because, motherfucker, I was three when it happened. Yeah. Okay? I didn't know. Why would I dig around in dusty files from 50 fucking years ago? But now that I found them, boom, I'm blowing the whistle. We knew about it. Here's who knew about it. They're dead. They're alive. Go after them. I'm fine with that. And that's what should be done. I don't think it will be. I Sadly, I think there's going to be... there's. <laughs> Chris, is it wrong to feel that this this is a cover up in progress going on? No, or not a cover up, but like a, a a a turning down of the volume on this story going on. Maybe that's a better way to like. Yeah, we'll put it on in the back. You know, it's like you walk into a TV shop and all they're all playing the same thing, but there's one TV in the back that you can't hear, but you see it's not playing the same thing, and you have to get right up on top of it. That's what they're. That's what the media is doing, and this is that's disgusting to me. I don't care that it's not little kids. I don't care that it's not your precious little girl gymnast. I don't care. It this happened to human beings and people, and it was allowed to keep happening. Look, horrible. And just because gonna, you don't have anybody to parade around in cameras doesn't make it any less of a of a issue. Exactly. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The lives that I've seen destroyed by severe abuse. Not even necessarily sexual, but just severe abuse. And when people aren't believed, or when kids and and, and, and teenagers are told to shut up, you know this this is part of life. Shut up, take it. You shouldn't have been there. Yeah, we told you not to go around your weird uncle when he's drinking. You know, whatever the fuck, dude. If U of M had a hand in in, in causing any of that, cha fucking ching, pay them, because their lives have been fucked by this. Whether you know it or not. And on some, it, yeah. you, it affects everybody differently. I have friends who turn into whores, and I'm talking guys, and they fuck everything that fucking moves. I have people, I have friends who've, who've had this happen to them who go the opposite way. They turn into prudes. They can't be in relationships. They can't have a, a physical connection with someone they love because it's imprinted in their mind that 
what was done to them at a young age is what is what sex is, and it's dirty. Do you understand? Listen to me. Do you understand going through life not being able to to have a physical sexual connection with the woman or man you love because something happened to you as a child, and you're going to sit here and argue semantics? The fuck out of my face, man. Because why? Because you like a sports team? Because you, yeah. Because of, because of the Fab Five? Because of fucking 97? Because of the 69 Rose Bowl or whatever the fuck? the fuck out of here, man. I love Bob Probert, my favorite athlete of all fucking time. Bob Probert was a fucking asshole, okay? When he was using, he was an asshole. He was an insufferable asshole. From all accounts, there was two men in that body. One when he was a fucking coked out drunk, and one when he wasn't, okay? I, no one is perfect. No one is all evil. I'm sure even child molesters love their animals, take care of their cat, something, all right? But Jesus fucking Christ, to listen to grown adults argue semantics about this shit and downplay the story and downplay the accusations because it's my favorite team fuck you i'll tell you what i when you chris when you told me i swear on my life my daughter's life if there's a, a deity up there i swear on the deity that's up there swear to them got their pronouns right this time okay i swear I was like, if this shit, I almost feel like I need to find a new fucking college football team to root for. I know it's not logical. I know it's not reasonable. I know it's not pragmatic, but it's like, I can't, if this, if this comes out that they covered this up for 20 years and then here's the, here's the, 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 the sin to me that would be the worst for U of M if they get caught trying to actively cover it up or, or, or downplay it now. To me, the minute these accusations come out, every, Whoever, it's not whoever's the athletic director, I don't know off the top of my head, sorry, should have been like, open door policy, open all the books right now. Get the investigators in here right now. You can audit everything we have. Anything you don't have, here's my direct cell phone number. You call or text, you will have it as soon as I can get it for you. That's how transparent this should be. That's not what's going on. I can't fucking co-sign on that, man. I can't rubber stamp that because, well, gee, I've rooted for him my entire life. Gee, they tried to save my mom's life. No, the doctors that you have tried to save my mom's life. This doctor was molesting fucking 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old fucking young men. Difference. Big fucking difference. Sorry. I'm off on a rant. I just, it makes me sick to my stomach, man. And I said the same thing with the U of with the MSU shit, and people, well, it was U of M, you wouldn't be saying this. And I just looked at him and said, you don't know me at all. That's the sad part. We've known each other twenty and years. Here we are, <laughs> and you think I'm like this? I'm not like that. What do you think? Do you think I'm a monster? Because that's who does that. A monster, man. Like to just excuse like the way excuse I, it. I'm with you. I'm I'm just about everything. Uh, I've been there, done that, had my life ruined by it. Uh, yeah, it, it's terrible. Never an excuse ever. Uh, but again, I just, unfortunately the media is what the media is. They need the big headlines and there's nobody to parade and go, this is the bad guy. I, if there was, if they're, if they're, if they look in the file and they find anybody that knew and is still any way competent today it will blow the fuck up because there you can point to him and say there that's him that he was one of them but if they don't have it they okay so this happened and 
it's a terrible thing and Michigan's doing what they have to do to make amends and yeah they just need for for it to be a big story like U of M like Penn State they need the bad guy no, and it I sucks and it, it, it sucks you know, you know you're it, right it's stupid it, it it's it's un- unthinkable that you could do something like that and be okay with yourself whether it's a football team whether it's a, a college whether I I don't care what it is in your own home. It, to think that you could do that to a person and ruin the rest of their life like yours, like mine, like so many others. And think that that's okay because. No, it's not okay because. All right? There's no because. It's never okay. You can't get to okay because because it's never okay. There you go. There's your fucking because. See, this is this is the thing that fucks me up, though. I'm not going to say it ruined my life, but definitely affected my life. And I am the person I am in a large part because of not necessarily just what happened, but the reaction to it from people who were that, that I had been lied to and told these were people here to protect you and make sure that this will never happen. And if it does happen, God forbid that it never happens again. Not send me right back into the belly of the beast. But this is where this bullshit that we see in society like, I, uh, I watched a movie and someone was smoking and you should have given me a trigger warning. Shut the fuck up, okay? There's people who've suffered real trauma who have to deal with it. And it's we don't get our little microaggressions and our little fucking checklist of, you know, our safety dogs and all this shit. Because, you know, mommy fucking denied you Barbie dream house when you were fucking nine years old and you've never gotten over it. Like, this is what we really need shit for. And... And I've said this to people personally who I've known who've had have been sexually assaulted. Don't you ain't you ain't a victim. Are you dead? Did it kill you? No, you're not a victim. You survived that shit. And you need to focus on the fact that you're still fucking breathing. You're still here. Unfortunately, whoever did whatever they've done to these pe- to, to these people may never fucking face justice. And this is what kills me as a, as a hopeful agnostic. I I I I don't. I hope there's an afterlife, but I mean, this is like one time I'm like, if there was a Christian hell, people who fucking molest children and take advantage of people in situations of sexually assault them need to be there. That's I'm okay with that. But ultimately, I think if they died, they got away with it. If I was part of U of M or MSU or Penn State, I would be so thankful. Because at least somebody would be called and accountable. I I was in a ring, a little literal sex ring. It was my every weekend thing. Yeah, if okay, I had hold my on, mom, hold up, black hold up, book, hold up, hold up, hold up. Time out, bro. You really got to rephrase this. We might even want to edit that out. You made it sound like you were. It was my every weekend thing. Like you were showing up with fucking children, bro. Like like you just phrased it the wrong way. Seriously, Chris, I would okay. I would take two. Let me ahead. rephrase. Yes. I was in a sex ring by my mother. I was put there by her when I was eight years old. And I was made to do things that you shouldn't do as a child, period. And if I was part of MSU or U of M or Penn State, I would be so thankful because there's a list of things of people that could be be pointed at and say, there, that's who did it to me. If I had my mom's black book, ha ha. I would be rich beyond your wildest dreams. There were judges. There were head figures, state figures. There were so many people 
Yeah, six. That actually pointed from from all walks of life, shapes, sizes, colors, genders, whatever the fuck, whatever qualifier you want to put on there. No, no one's got a fucking monopoly on that shit. Sick uh, fucks come in all shapes and sizes. They do. And, you know, it, I, I want this to be bigger for the U of M, but I understand, unfortunately, people are gone and you can't point to the bad guy. But I applaud them and I hope, I hope, if this becomes true, that U of M brings everything to light that happened to these these survivors because that'll make it right i don't care if you pay them i don't care if you give them you know try to make amends and all that but let it be known what happened and who well, knew let's let's that's the best you can hope for right now because they're gone i, I think i think we pre- can pretty much all agree on that maybe not you know there's a little minutia specific parts that we might you know have differing views on but that's that's small enough to where we can overlook it. Sporty. ChristopherMedia.net. ChristopherMedia.net. Sporty. Let's, okay, we've talked about the emotional side of this. Let's talk about the business side of this. I'm perfectly fine if it comes out and, like, U of M has files that backs this up or it's shown that U of M destroyed files to cover shit up, that they vacate everything to do with Bo. Statue down, wins gone, Big Ten championships gone, take the banners down. I'm fine with it. Sorry. You coached 20 years and you knew this was going on? You're a piece of shit, bro. Hey, uh, loving to your animals? That's nice. Always, uh, you know, uh, never never cheated or beat on your, beat your wife? Okay, good for you. You're still a fucking piece of shit. And if giving a starving college kid a hundred bucks so he can go fucking get something to eat and and have some money in his pocket to do something on a Saturday night is worth erasing national championships, what the fuck is this worth? So would you be on board then if it comes out that this is like a multi-generational, multi-decade cover-up? Is this death penalty worthy? If this goes beyond Bo, yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm not talking SMU death penalty. I'm talking uh, the end of U of M's football program. I'm fine with it. Hashtag done. Whoa, yeah. so your 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 records stop right now. Okay, you might be the winningest program in college football, but after 50 years of not having a college football team, you ain't gonna be. Rich said, "Welcome to the Big Nine. I'm fine with it. I, dude, there are certain lines and certain things. You don't do in this world. I want to make this clear, too, because my wife and I talked about this. When you you look at Kareem Hunt and Ray Rice and you think, well, that's personal life. That's things that happen off the field. That shouldn't affect their performance and who who they are on the field. When you look at Bo Schembechler and you look at Joe Pod, you look at, you know, other things. This happened while they were doing what they're hailed for doing. Okay, so don't come at me and say. Well, you know, the molestation had nothing to do with how he coached. Yes, it fucking did. Absolutely. 100%. Happened where he worked. Okay? This isn't something that happened in the basement of an assistant coach or a doctor or somewhere way off in, in, in no man's land. And, you know, he might know, he might not know. No, this happened at the school. Okay? These are all allegations. Could be proven. Could not. 
Yes, what if it, everything's blanketed in allegedly, so save your right. fucking outrage. Right, so if if this becomes true, this happened at the school, everybody knew. Everybody shut up. Some people reported, some people covered up, whatever. So don't come at me and tell me that just because this happened, this doesn't affect how he coached. Yes, it fucking did. Well, you got to not only think about that, think about this. If it if it was so if it was such common knowledge that this guy was going to fucking sexually assault you that they joked about it. What happens when a player and he's like a team doctor? What happens when a player gets injured? You want to go see a doctor? Oh, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I mean, it's like a bad fucking SNL skit, but it's I mean, that had to be going through people's minds. How many people fucking First of all, he's not Oh, I I get it. He's got uh, uh, he's got doctor, and he he's a medical doctor. Okay, great, wonderful. But he ain't doing doctor shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, oh god, Jesus! I I just athletic trainer, proctologist, two different fields. Or yeah, excuse me, not Your doctor, statement. athletic. But you know, you know, sexual assault was not in his job fucking description. Correct. But they but but twenty years allegedly. I'm not going to keep saying allegedly. Everything's blanketed with allegedly. Come at me if you fucking want to, okay? But fuck you. I'm not going to keep saying it. 20 years of this shit, no, dude, no. That is going to affect, no, I'm fine. How many kids walked around fucking, you know, courting or with brain damage because they're afraid to go to the fucking doctor, walked around and exasperated an injury that could have been fucking taken care of if they could go to a doctor who wasn't going to sexually assault them? Fractures. Not broken, but fracture. Hairline fracture. Yeah, those are... Those, oh, I'll yeah. be fine. Just tape it up. Fuck it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. People don't are not understanding how far down this rabbit hole it goes. This affects everything about that program. That's why I have no problem with this. Now, if it happened on Bo's watch, the parties that, are, that, that, that look the other way or are guilty... Are dead? No, I don't support the death penalty. But Chris, absolutely. If it is, if this continued after Bo, if this continued, I, I, dude, I, yeah, Jesus, thanks. What is that? The nightmare for my that's that's a nightmare. Like, oh my God, it has been going on for fifty years. Is it like, do, do they hand down from generation to generation? Like, hey, I got a new pedophile to come in and train and take my job. Like, how yeah, long I'm did this guy work there? Apparently 20 years. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And where did he work at before? 70 to 90. I fuck, I don't know. I mean, and look, look, there is this, okay, there is this that's going to happen. And as upset as I, I am, I am very capable of getting over this, uh, this subject. I understand it. I don't know if I condone it 100%, but I understand it. The local media here went to Jim Brandstetter. For people not around here, Jim Brandstetter is the play-by-play guy for U of M. Used to do, used to be the color guy for U of M for a long time, and he's also at one point he, he might still be the color guy for the Lions broadcast. I don't know, but he's he played for Bo, uh, knew Bo, very tied to the program. He come out and said, "This is what I know about Bo Schembechler," and he laid out his experience with Bo Schembechler, and he said, that didn't happen to me. I never heard about it. I never saw anything that made me think that Bo was the type of person that some people were trying to paint him out to be. That's fine. How many times 
have you heard of serial killers, neighbors going, oh, he was a good neighbor. He kept to himself. He was quiet, kept his lawn mowed. It doesn't mean he wasn't in there chopping up women in his basement. It just means you didn't know about it. So I understand him throwing his two cents into the ring. But ultimately, if it didn't happen to you, then what? You, why are you talking? I don't understand. You're coming out and saying, well, the Bo I know, but it didn't happen to you. So you don't know how Bo would react in that situation because you never saw Bo react to that situation. If it had happened to him and he said he didn't go to Bo because he wasn't comfortable, I'm not trying to victim shame, but that's kind of on you. But then if he, if, if he said it happened to him and he didn't go to Bo because he'd heard Bo ain't going to do shit, Bo's going to laugh at you. He laughed at his own kid when he when his kid told him. Then, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, vacate the wins. Erase 20 years of fucking U of M football history. I'm fine with it. In fact, that's the least if, you can do. If you if want you an want example to- of what Rich is talking about, about how far it goes, look at Carrie Shrugs. Remember her? 1996, hurt her fucking ankle, like real fucking bad. But was like still finished and got the gold. Right, you want to go see the doctor? I'm good. (laughs) And went and did a vault. Perfect. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm okay. Had to be carried off, okay, because she didn't want to go see the goddamn doctor. That's all you need to know. I mean, that's how that's how that shit works. To be fair, I'm pretty sure a good portion, a very large portion of that was she has a fierce competitor's heart. And maybe the other part was, we don't know. I don't know if Nasser was her doctor at that point. So I don't want to fucking, you can throw that out there. He's the one you fucking name in the lawsuit for that, not me. I'm for the U of M lawsuit. He's for the Carrie Trouble. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, like, I, I, but I take your point. And, and I think it's a valid point. And I think anyone who dismisses it, one, uh, you're either ignorant of how sports work, or two, uh, you're in denial, like like Chris was saying, just flat out. Or three, you don't care because well, it's my team. Well, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, and I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, because dude, talking is done at that point. <laughs> we're just gonna agree to, or yeah, we're not even agreeing to disagree. Just go. Now, I'm a, I will say this: we're recording this on the 17th. As of today, bro, they had a press conference. What was it? Was it yesterday or the day before? They had the big press conference. Not sure. I think, I think it was. It was. It was one of the days this week. We talked about it in our in, in, in our private group chat. I went on YouTube, typed in U of M molestation press conference. Yeah, I had a couple live feeds, a couple little like minute to minute and a half news clips on it. None of the sports people were talking about it. And these are sports channels on YouTube who talk about earlier today's baseball game in tonight's pod or in tonight's episode. So they're almost in real time, and no one's talking about this. No, you open up Google News I, I, and click on the sports tab. The first tab's about the NBA playoffs. I, I'm going to leave it here because I said everything, I think, and I would just repeat myself. I want to see one solid case. One. Just one. There's 900-some accusations. I want to see one thing proven. One. Well, to be and fair. And then I want to see where the media goes. To be fair, uh... Shem Beckler's son 
who came out and said, and he told his dad, and his dad basically said, no, it didn't happen or didn't believe him or, or laughed him off. I'm unsure about the details there. I fully admit that. To be, for full disclosure, Bo's other kids came out and said, he's lying, he's full of shit. I don't know what to do with that. It's just information all, at this all point. I'm saying, I, I don't know what to do one. with I just need one confirmed, here's concrete evidence, here's what happened, here's who knew. Just one. I don't care if it's a son or a player. I Just one. And then I want to see what the media does with it. Because right now it's just a hail of fucking, you know, me too's, if you will. And so see, I think I think I think you were right. I think I I do think yes. There's Michigan's the threads leading from Mich- U of M into the world. There's a lot of threads in a lot of different industries, and I'm pretty sure the broadcast and news is one of them. Journalism, well, what's left of it. But I think it's part of that, and I'll, but I, I, I think you're also right, Earl. It's you, you of M ain't sexy. Mm-hmm. It's not. If this was, if this was Ohio State, this would be the first story above COVID, even above but vaccination numbers. To have one, if we have one, one incident, I don't care if it was well, he the, touched yeah, his because, penis no, or, dude, or no, whatever. Just, just okay, one. okay. Stop repeating yourself. We heard you the first three times. No one's disagreeing with you. <laughs> right, but it. I don't care how sexy U of M is or isn't. I think if there is one, just one proven case, this media will okay. go nuts over it. The fifth time is the time that we heard you. Okay. Yes, we get that. But it's not there. I agree with you. If there's, that's the, there's, I don't think there's going to be a smoking gun. I personally, gun to my head, all bullshit aside, call me a conspiracy theory if you want. I think. These records have been expunged, destroyed. There's no paper trail. It's all hearsay. Nothing will hold up in a fucking criminal court. There might be some civil lawsuits. They might vacate wins. They might fucking take scholarships, which doesn't... I'm like, what the fuck? You're punishing a program for literally something that started 50 years ago. And if, it, and if it's not been proven to have continued beyond the Bo Schembechler regime... Why are you punishing them 30 years after the man got done coaching and almost two decades after he died? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, that, 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 that's what I honestly think is going to happen. I don't think there's going to be a perp walk. I don't think there's going to be anybody. And anyone they find alive who has any type of just, like, peripheral connection to this, it's going to be tenuous and just looser than a $2 horror on fucking Sunday morning. It's just like it's going to be a witch hunt, and at that point, I can't condone that either. Like, well, I heard rumors. Oh, there he is. There's the guy. No, he heard rumors. Let's get him. Stop your fucking. Stop your Twitter mob, and stop your fucking social media bullshit. I've heard rumors about a lot of. Th- I heard rumors we didn't land on the moon because it's made of cheese. Does that make it fucking so? No. So, how many times you heard rumors that I was dead, Earl? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, here I am, still kicking. So I mean, honestly, I think this is this is a Rorschach test. This is a gut check test for a lot of people. Where are you? Are you are you truly the person that you think you are, or are you a piece of shit who's gonna fucking look the other way because Bo Schembechler, man, the team, the team, the team, Block man, M. the Block M, the statue, man, come on, man. 
Fuck you, dude. No. This is why I can sit and argue with people who I'm friends with and have respect for. Like we hate each other and call each other horrible names because it's sports. It doesn't mean anything. This means something. This is real. Mm-hmm. Okay? Sports is entertainment. Yes, it means something. Yes, I get it. It uplifts us. And I understand all that, motherfucker. If you've been listening to this show, you get that I think that deep. But, God, that come off bad, but still. But. Ooh! I know. Sorry. <laughs> but, get him! But you know I'm right? Like, yeah. We can argue about who's the best quarterback ever. Who's the best college football team ever? Call each other cocksuckers, motherfuckers, bitches, hoes. Be 20 bitches and hoes. Doesn't matter. Come guzzling gutter slut. You ever worked at a job with one of your friends or several of your friends? Oh, yeah. Same shit. You fa- you lazy motherfucker. You dumb fuck this. this. <laughs> and then you're punching out. Hey, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> beer. 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 It's like the it's like the meme of of five people that taking a picture to send somebody who is out of the country, and four of the people are holding up a sign that says "We love you and miss you," and it says "Friends." And at the end, the guy's holding up a sign that says "You're a huge fag," and it says "Best friend." <laughs> <laughs> That's, now, that may not be the dynamic of your circle of friends. That is very much the dynamic of my circle of friends. <laughs> it's the dynamic of some of my friends, absolutely. In fact, some of the some of the friends I'm going to see today, actually. <laughs> hey, you know who's not making any friends, Chris? What's that? LeBron James. Oh, we're done I mean, talking about. Oh, here we go. We're done talking here about butt fucking. Thank God. All right. Okay. We're, we only on. kept it to an hour of 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 ass talk. Well, I mean, can I just say this? I think we're all on the same page here that I, regardless of who you root for, this goes, this transcends that. This is beyond that. And it's not like if you listen to the show, we very much appreciate it, but we don't get much re- interaction with our fans for the most part. But if this is the thing that you you disagree with us that much, I, I'm comfortable saying this. Maybe Chris isn't because it, it is his network. You can go ahead and fuck off. No, I'm not pro child fucking. No, I'm with you. Like we don't, I don't, I, we don't need your number, your unique IP hit that much. Fuck off. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine saying that. So yeah, lose our number. <laughs> but so, so LeBron James gotta gotta be. But you know what, Earl? This is hitting on something we brought up last week. He's not even in the motherfucking playoffs, and he's making the news. How pissed off if you're one of these teams still left? And we're not going to talk about this motherfucker. So he's the biggest. He's big, he's the biggest story in the NBA right now. Well, at least because he bashed the NBA for for starting the playoffs too early. I mean, too early. They started on time. Was, was he like what? I didn't click on that story you sent. Like, is he talking about the time between off seasons or, or what? He's talking about the time between the season ending and the playoffs. When it always. There's never a break. Is this his first day? Has he been in no, the league like 20 years? No, there is a break. There's supposed to be a break. What? No, they're never. What NBA are we talking about? You're talking about the playoffs that start after the regular season ends, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe there's what? There's a few days, but there, there was never an extended break. Well, that's what he seems to think. What the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, you're not. You're on a, you're on a break, buddy. You're on the golf course. Look, he he. Number one. And I, I said it at the start of the show. I'm the fucking Iceman. I call it everyone, not you. I don't, I don't care that you said, 
You're sure at the down. start of the season. I, you know what, dude? You play. You get paid to play a kid's game. We say that all the time. Shut up and fucking dribble, dude. All right? You lost, so shut up and swing a cough club. Go do what you do in the offseason because now is that time for you. Like, I see how, I did see, a- He's mad about what? Because he's saying everybody's getting hurt. What is – hold on. I, I hate when we do this. Yeah. If I'm a listener, I've got to be frustrated. Anthony Davis got hurt, and that's why the L.A. Lakers are out. Kyrie Irving's hurt, and he's out. Uh, Harden just came back off an injury. It's like, really? All these tough motherfuckers that get paid to play are, are you know, getting hurt left and right to center, and it's because they started a season early? The fuck out of here. Hold on, let me... Do your job. Let me find this story. I want to know the specifics. Yeah, just so you know, every time you send a story in the e- in our chat, it just links you to the app. Like, it doesn't link to the story. So oh. your phone is weird at sharing stories. <laughs> uh, it just... Okay, so it wasn't the Whoever wrote this article is a uh, fucking moron. I'm trying to find the information. Jesus Christ. It... He, he voiced objections to the quick turnaround between the seasons. So I guess it was the the quick turnaround because of COVID. Well, yeah, I, the season the finished in October, and they started almost in January. They almost had the same amount of time. What is his fucking problem? Like, at this point, know. the NBA finals run they almost. They all didn't want to listen to me. At this Fuck point, you. I heard there's a Twitter account, by the way, that uh, – uh, that has strung together all of the things he allegedly says he called, all of his lies. But, I mean – the the NBA Finals at this point damn near go to July 4th now. So, I mean, they're off from July, and then their first game is usually in mid-October. So they had three months, and then they finished in October, and then they started almost. They started at Christmas, so they started almost in January. You almost did the exact same amount of time. You're telling me two or three weeks? Really? Causes all of these injuries. Which, I don't know if you played with Kyrie before. He always gets injured, fucko. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's about time. It's been the time of year for Kyrie to get hurt. It really is. It was that way in Cleveland. It was, you it was lost that way the in Boston there because of him. It was that way in Boston. Why wouldn't it be that way at, at the Nets? It, he's an injury prone guy. He's decent when he's, a, you know, a decent second player when he's on. And, you know, <laughs> You, you, that's not a countable guy. That's not a guy you can be like, no matter what, he's showing up. Well, it just seems when he's on the, the the national, when he's on the big stage, it always seems like he, you know, conveniently gets hurt. Well, I want to talk about that, Chris, and I really do. Serious. There, I, I there is a video you can go look it up online. It's with um, uh, fuck, what's his name? He was on the Thunder. I had it. Westbrook. Thank you, Westbrook where he was, quote-unquote, hurt on the court. And then he was walking off the court, and he got to the tunnel, and somebody dumped some popcorn on him, okay? And Westbrook went nuts. He's pulling away from security. He's jumping and ready to go up there and beat the shit out of the guy who dumped popcorn on him. And I'm sitting here going, weren't you just on the floor saying, ow, and now you're running back to the locker room because you're, quote, injured? What the fuck are you doing jumping around in the in the tunnel ready to go beat this guy's ass? Are you injured or not? Maybe Kyrie can't handle the big stage. Oh, it always seems that those those convenient moments he gets hurt. You know, when when his team is deep in a series, you know, or on a or on a huge stage in the playoffs, it seems like oh, it's crazy. I'm hurt. Like 
It's starting to be a pattern, Kyrie. Just saying. Well, it's starting to be a pattern NBA. I'm just saying. It's not just it's just not Kyrie. When Anthony Davis got hurt, he was going up for a dunk and then came down and grabbed his groin or whatever. But then when he's walking off the court into the tunnel, he's fine. See, and it's the same you're way getting, with Westbrook, you, same way with Kyrie, same you, way I'm just seeing a pattern of people going, Oh, I hurt. I'm hurt. I got to go. And they get off the floor and get near the <clears throat> tunnel, and they're fine. Well, I, you can still walk and stuff like that. I mean, you're, you're, you're getting deep into the weeds here because you got to remember, too, these guys do have incentive-laden contracts. There is something in it for them to win. I'm not saying they're not sore. I'm not saying there's not something that needs to be taken care of. But is it so bad that you have to leave an NBA playoff game? Again, I come from... And I do this with any sport across the board. The old guard. We're talking about Michael Jordan having the fucking flu so bad that this man had to have a towel over his head and sniffing vapors on the sideline. Yeah, but they've also learned in the last couple, you know, couple decades that playing hurt, not that good for you. It, playing hurt will do more damage a lot of times. The you Bulls know? own the 90s. There is this thing called medical science. It has, it has evolved. But I, I mean... I, I just, but whatever, LeBron. I mean, it's LeBron. LeBron isn't LeBron unless he has something to complain about. But let's talk about the playoffs in general, though. What's Atlanta Hawks? What? What's uh, see, you sat no. here and you jerked off. Oh, I helped the 76ers all last week. What the fuck is going on in Philly? In game five, they collapsed. They had it. They had it. Anybody who watches the NBA playoffs knows that the Sixers had it, and they collapsed. They just went... I mean, the sports media the next morning was calling it like... like, like yeah, it's, they called it... I saw collapse. I saw the word choke. I don't... See, tenfold half time, I don't understand how a team can beat you by 20 points one night and come out and can't do shit, nothing. It's called can't sports. Can't even make it a close game. It's called sports, man. Are we really going to do this? Don't we usually wait for football season to have this argument once a year? I'm just saying, I just you can't make it even close. Dude. How many people would have to be in on a dive like that? Like you'd have to have 13 guys plus the coach Five staff. Like, no. Five or six. Come on, dude. I, I, I don't know, dude. I, it, there's there's no way to make a dive like that unless you're an NHL team, and then you're doing it, and the people say, oh, they took a dive because they want to win. If you are home. that coordinated to take a dive like that, that you are that coordinated to just roll over every – like if you could switch it on and off like that, then you should be fucking undefeated. See, this is where I need Rich because he, he remembers everybody in the NHL would always say, oh, they took a dive because they want to win the cup at home. I never said all that. You said all that. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Yeah. Motherfucker. Like, oh, remember that bullshit? Oh, yeah, they lost this game because they wanted to win it at home. No, 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 no. Professional athletes <laughs> want to win it right then. Trust me, the hookers in, in Philly were just as good as the hookers in Detroit when the Wings won the cup, okay? Like, it doesn't matter. They're going to party wherever they're at. Allegedly. So I, I don't know. I, I Yeah, choke collapse uh but but that's happening all around the league though all around the league it's not just the the Sixers in atlanta or or their their competitive series is that in your playbook could that be a thing does that exist in your brain can can definitely be 
How did Chicago Cubs go from 0-3 and come back and win that series? It's competitive. I get it. Sports. It happens. How, how does the Patriots come back from a mid-third quarter 28-point deficit? It's competitive. So, yeah, com- competition happens. You, you get a big head. You get it in your mind. These people ain't shit. And then all of a sudden, they are. And what do you do? But isn't this what the league wanted with all these super teams everywhere? Yes. This is exactly what they wanted. And this is exactly why LeBron should have shut the fuck up and let them have their time. Always back to LeBron. I mean, KD, everyone keeps talking about LeBron's the best player in basketball. How come no one brings up Kevin Durant? Because he kind of proved it the other night. Dude had a fucking game for the ages. The man put up 50. I mean, 49, but I'm, I'm giving him the extra point. The record books will say 49, but he put up 50 points. For real, did he just said no Kyrie, no problem. Mm-hmm. No, no, and no James Harden. Wasn't that the, it, isn't, right? Isn't Harden back the next game? Harden's Harden came back that game, I believe. No, okay. He, he started. So it was like half a Harden because you know, anytime a guy comes off injury, in most cases they don't you know explode right away. Yeah, you want to give him that that feel. Get the feel back, sir. Get it back. All right, there you go. Uh, you look at the Jazz and the fucking Sun. Same thing. It's never. It's not a runaway no more. You're not going to sit there and go, "Oh well, I don't need to watch this because you know they're going to win, and we'll just wait for the next series." Now you got to actually watch because now you don't know. The money's still on uh, Brooklyn. I almost called them New Jersey. Well, because they were New Jersey forever. It's true. But I, I just, I don't see them. I say I don't see them. If they can stay healthy. Yeah, my bad. It was the Jazz and the Clippers. People are going to yell at me for that one. And it was the Suns and the well, Nets. And then Kawhi's hurt, too. Kawhi is hurt. Yes, he is. He's going to be out for like two weeks. See, this is, what's, this is <clears throat> as a complete outsider looking in at the NBA, this is what's fascinating to me. The NBA wants parity. They got it. Apparently, this is parity. And now, someone who... I mean, Un- unarguably was the face of the NBA for the better part of the last, what, almost 20 years? Mm-hmm. And is arguably still at least in the consideration as the face of the NBA. I mean, I don't know. I don't, you know, you say NBA, it's a casual fan. First word probably pop out their mouth right now. LeBron. This is what, this is the world you want, right? This is the world where everybody has an equal shot at getting something, right? Why are you bitching when it's not you? Yeah, I don't much. understand. You want parity. You want a level playing field. You want to make, you know, you want the best to rise. Well, you ain't the best anymore, dude. You're on the downside of your career. If you can't admit that, that's a you problem. You got enough money. Get some fucking therapy and leave us the fuck out of it. See on social media, he's talking about he's going to get revenge on the league next year. Revenge for revenge. what? Falling oh, on your ass? Words, shit. Which he was never going to do. He's never going to change his number. Now he changed it. Well, just. Yeah, it, 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 it's a reckoning. Oh, really? Okay. A reckoning is a settling of a debt, a settling of a score that someone did you wrong. So you're going to get justice from them. What the fuck was done wrong to you, LeBron? Everything. Like, hey, look, look, look. <laughs> I, ain't on, I ain't on that Iceman shit, and I'm still scratching my head going, I get it. If this is your personal motivation, take the first word out of that phrase and take it to heart and keep it personal. Run your mouth after you've done something because 
you've run your mouth and wrote a lot of checks that you haven't cashed over your career. This threat falls on, to be brutally honest, probably a lot of younger players' ears who are like, yo, I respected you when you were the beast that was LeBron, but that ain't you no more, man. I'm out here playing with you, and I can hang with you. You ain't LeBron anymore. It. I ain't saying he's Shaq in a fucking Celtics jersey, but he's closer to that than he is his glory days. He's probably playing with dudes that were in middle school when he was uh, doing his decision. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Kids that were watching it in middle school. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's, that's the interesting part to me is just uh, all this crying for fucking social justice. Well, first, no such thing, but uh, just justice. But you want social justice, a.k.a. everything even? Well, sports isn't that. But since you want to shoehorn it in there, this is what you get. I'm not crying. It's like a, cr- a farmer crying because chickens came home to roost. That's what they do. Fish got to swim, bro. This is the world you want. This is the world you piss and moan about, unless it offends China, uh, that, that, that on social media that you, you claim to want. Now you got it. Now it's a problem. Well, China makes it, all its shoes. Just, makes some money. Well, I mean, it just to me, it's just it, it's like it, you are... You're not real, LeBron, and he's never been real. He's not a killer on the on the court. He doesn't have that. I want to stick the dagger in and watch the life drain from your eyes as I twist it in your heart. That Jordan and Kobe and Shaq and Isaiah and Magic and Bird and I and and Iverson and etc. Had he doesn't. He's proven it. That is not up for debate. And if it is, you're a fucking LeBron slappy. You're lathering up in LeBron butter. Do you, that's fine, Gross. but I know, but yeah, you want his nut butter? Guzzle it down. I don't. I'm fine with that. Put it on your toast. But I'm going to tell you what, I know I, I'm going to put you over there, and by over there, I mean in the group of people's opinions who I give less than a fuck about, because you've proven, you've shown your true colors, your suspect. I mean, completely from an outsider's point of view, and I've defended LeBron on this show when Earl gets on his fucking... There ain't nothing to defend here. What are you upset about? This is literally a 10-year-old child coming up to their father and hitting their father because they're uncomfortable going, Dad, I love you, and giving him a hug. But if he feels he hits him, well, I'll get attention. It's like you're throwing a temper tantrum, bro. You didn't get your way. You didn't win. Boo fucking who? In a, in a, in a society full of your very twisted, misguided fucking philosophy of social justice. There's a whole lot of losers and not many winners. It ain't really that different than fucking any other thing. You just feel better about it because, well, this team has a shot and this team has a shot. Okay. I, I, I just don't get what the bitching's about. Is it? And I, Earl, I guess I, I, yeah, I owe you an apology. You've said many times he's a fucking sore loser. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, show me a a, a graceful loser and I'll show you someone who's okay with losing. Is that what losing sounds like? No, that's what losing sounds like. Brad Pitt, baby, smashing the radio. (laughs) I was wrong. I apologize. You were absolutely, I, I didn't. I didn't realize how deep that fucking bullshit, sore loser shit ran. And, I mean, it ran deep in Jordan, too. 
Jesus fucking Christ, last year we had the documentary, and he's talking about shit that happened in high school and this fucking... And I took that personally. That became a meme. Still mad. Still still mad, and he's he's almost 60. And and you you said it, Rich. He doesn't have that Michael Jordan dagger. Michael Jordan would hold. He wouldn't go brag or piss and moan about somebody and what they said or did or didn't do on the court. He would hold that, and he would hold it inside. And the next time he fucking saw him, he'd just run him. He would run. I bet at the height of his career, he sent something to that basketball coach that that cut him like a present. But I bet he peed on it before he sent it. <laughs> he's got that. He he seems like that type of dude. Like yeah, I'll send yeah. him a Rolex yeah. that I peed on. Because fuck you for cutting me in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm hoisting up my sixth trophy right now. But I'll tell you this: with him out, with him being LeBron out, so many, so many are rising, all right? We got three series still going. Uh, today, I think uh, the Nets end it. I don't think the Bucks have it to take it to a uh, seven-game series. Chris? You don't think the reigning MVP, Giannis, whoever the knows what the fuck-o, is going gonna, is gonna to pu- help him pull it out? The Greek freak? No. I think it ends tonight. What do you think? Uh, I think the Nets are the team to beat. <clears throat> I don't. I do not. I think I think Harden. I, I, you got, I think you got Harden and Durant. Have fun. Have have fun with that. Rich, do you have any input on these? Uh, none of my own. I'll just say that a surprising amount of people on local sports talk think the Jazz will win it. Okay. I don't uh, know if it's a joke that I'm not getting, but like I'm like the Jazz are still in the playoffs. Oh yeah. Like uh, it, it's difficult. Hang on. Uh, 76ers Hawks. That's tomorrow, Game Six. I don't think th- I, th- I think the Sixers win. Okay, but it have to go to a Game Seven, and I think it does go to a Game Seven, and the Sixers win. Yeah. Now I think overall the Sixers win. I think that team is much better than the Atlanta Hawks. I have no I idea do. who's on the Hawks. Last famous Atlanta Hawk I knew. Trey Young. Trey Young. Okay, that's a name I know. I, that's an athlete. I just throw it out there. You'll get it. What All right, it? and then. Other series, Number one Atlanta but, for a second? Never mind. No, I was wrong. Go ahead. Uh, the other series is the Jazz and the Clippers. Uh, sorry to your friends there, Rich. The, the, the yes. Jazz don't. Have, the Jazz don't have it to take the Clippers to Game Seven. See, I don't think. I, I, look, man, I think with I'm no Ka- I think with friends. no Kawhi, man. I think it's. I think the Jazz could pull it out with no Kawhi. Yeah. Kawhi's out for two weeks, man. He ain't. It ain't like he's going to be like Dennis Rodman on the sidelines with an ice pack and a fucking trampoline. He's going to be in his fucking suit for two weeks, man. I, I got to think that the Clippers have enough with PG-13 and and the rest of the Rondo and all of them. I think the leadership's going to end it because they'll know what happens. Anything happens in a game seven, no matter what it is. Basketball, NHL, it does not matter. They'll want to end it tonight, or tomorrow. I think uh, Clippers end it and go on. Sporty. ChristopherMedia.net. ChristopherMedia.net. Sporty. Now, here's why I don't think uh, that the Nets are the team to beat. Sitting at home right now, chilling, the Phoenix Suns. Just up and swept the Nuggets. Oh damn! Like just ran through them. Like ran straight. Hot, hot knife through butter. Yeah, but remember, remember, we've seen this. Sometimes you can rest too much. We've seen this in Sometimes countless. 
Countless NBA series. We've seen it happen. But I, I think this team needs that rest, and I'm going to tell you this team real quick, some people you'll know. Jay Crowder, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Sarek. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, remember we were talking about their thing they had on their side was momentum. This rest stops that momentum, man. But their, but their series is over, homie. They don't I know. need the momentum anymore. I, I know, but you know what I'm saying? Like an extended period of rest? I mean, this could... I don't think they're going to sweep the next series because the next series is, is one of the teams we were just talking about. It's going to be a competitive series, which is good. But that being said, you give them boys that I just named a decent amount to catch up anything that wasn't hurt, was a little bit sore, and then come at you full force, they're going to start another roll of momentum, I'm telling you. Now, if they, if the Clippers win, I do think they take the Clippers without Kawhi. Yeah? That's a bold... Wait, hold on. There you go. It's, it's official. It's a hot take. Dude, Kawhi Leonard, do I... Is hashtag good at basketball, all right? If you've seen the man play... Like he's really mm-hmm. fucking good. He's a bit good. <laughs> yes, he is. I I just I I think that's the team. I I think if if you meet the Phoenix Suns and you beat the Phoenix Suns, you win the championship this year. Oh, championship goes through Phoenix, and they're not even defending. That's where I'm at. Those boys have. I don't know if it's a chip. I don't know if if he's you know, their coach. Got, Uh, No, that's... I don't know. I wanted to say Steve Nash, but he's over in the Nets line. Yeah, people were mad when he got... Yeah, Everyone was mad when he got the job is shutting the fuck up now, huh? Yeah, because he was a white guy. (laughs) Black men can't coach the NBA. (laughs) And Doc Rivers said, what the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. (laughs) Monty Williams. Bro, I'm telling you, when it comes to Phoenix Suns, they don't even need a coach right now. That team is stellarified. And I'm telling you, they're out to prove something. I don't know what it is. This is a cast off of a lot of different teams in Phoenix. So tell- a lot of people that I, I named came from a lot of different I'm teams. I'm telling you, I'm getting a, a going to work Pistons vibe from this team. Like, you know. I really am. With the exception of Chris Paul, a bunch of like. All right, you know, a bunch of a bunch of also range you never really heard of. Put them all together, boom, championship team. No, even Chris Paul is an also ran. But, he he but got kicked around the NBA. But you've heard his name before, I guess is what I'm getting at. Right, but he got kicked around the NBA. I didn't hear about anybody in that starting Pistons lineup, but Ben Wallace until they got here. I didn't know who Chauncey Billups was. I didn't know Chief who Wallace. I didn't. Well, Rasheed came later, but I, you know, I didn't know who Tayshawn Prince was. I didn't know. Who, you know what I'm saying? No, he was the rookie. Like, I didn't know who these guys were. And then Rip yeah. Hamilton, everybody knew from the Wizards. But yeah, I didn't know who the fuck he but, was. But the go-to-work Pistons, is, is you're straight on, Chris, is exactly like the Suns right now because they were cast off from people's teams that were like, you're not good enough, you're not going to win a championship with us. And they got into Detroit and was like, really? Watch this shit. And that's exactly what Phoenix is doing. Jay Crowder was on... Uh, Boston forever. Chris Paul has literally been all around the league, from the Thunder to the Clippers, uh, and now to the Phoenix Suns. I think he stopped a couple other places. It seems like every couple of years there's a trade that comes up with his name in it. Yeah, it, it just is a wild moment. You're absolutely right. You believe in the sun. You're a sun worshiper. I am a sun worshiper. You're like George Carlin. Guys are just... He believes in the sun because he could see it, but not at night. He's... 
These guys are absolutely the go-to-work Pistons reincarnated. It's kind of ironic. That, it's kind of ironic that you have, like, the most. Okay, let me walk that back for a sec. Some of the most overlooked teams in recent NBA history are the teams that five very unique individuals came together to form, in this metaphor, one strong fist that just punched the NBA in the face, and those are the teams that are forgotten. And, of course, I mean, because I'm here in Detroit, I'm, I have my bias. I'm thinking 89, 90 Pistons and the go-to-work Pistons are almost completely erased from the history books. The only time that the, 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 the original bad boy Pistons were, are brought up is to badmouth them when talking great about Magic or Michael or whoever the fuck. And <clears throat> all these all these players who grew up in all this collectivism and you know, we're, you know, tribalism, you figure the NBA would be celebrating these teams, wouldn't they? They would be, you'd be hearing about, you're saying the Phoenix reminds you of the go to work Pistons. Why aren't they pumping, holding them up as the shining example of see, this is working together for the greater because, good because, because say it, Chris, cause you know what I'm going for. Well, no, because they're going to be so pissed because they want it. The Clippers or the fucking Nets have to win it because one of the super teams has to win it. If this team wins, then it's fucking then that whole super team theory just gets shat all over. But like, the super team theory flies in the face of the fucking ideology they're pumping out and painting on their goddamn fucking courts, and they're having these fucking well, players talk about on, that. talk about on Twitter and shit. It's like that's what I don't understand. Uh, communism, collectivism. We don't like team sports. You don't like working together f towards one greater goal. Good. That's ironic. Okay. Like to, to those of us who've actually read the works of Marx, it's a little strange, but okay. Sure. And it's like, I mean, that's what I don't understand. Like how, as a outsider, all I'm hearing about is from the NBA, and I purposely put myself on the outside of the NBA so I can have this opinion on this podcast. Otherwise, I just go fucking smoke cigarettes while you guys bullshit about the NBA. <laughs> All I hear about is LeBron and how LeBron's not going to win this year. <laughs> that's that's what I hear. I don't. If it wasn't for taking an active interest and in sitting down to listen to a segment about the NBA playoffs, I wouldn't even know who's in, who's who out. Was playing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like. It took a deep dive from a from a local sports host who's obsessed with basketball. I think it well no, college football is his number one sport, but it's like one A, one B. And then it's basketball. And he's like, We're going to talk basketball. I don't care if no one calls in. We're going to talk basketball. And that's how and still, what dominates it? I'm not hearing about this. I didn't hear about the Suns at all. I heard about the Jazz, because one of his co hosts made the statement, I think the Jazz could win it all, and then people started calling in agreeing. I heard about the Nets. I heard about LeBron. That's it for a 45-minute segment. Eh, yep. Roughly, what, 38 minutes, Chris, with commercials? Yeah. So, yeah. It's, there you go. It's one of those things, and it's it's exactly what they did with the go-to-work Pistons. Now, here's the irony, Rich, to what you're saying about the go-to-work Pistons and the bad boys. The famed 90s Bulls, they say that, the 90s Bulls team. Like, it was the same five fucking guys. 
It wasn't. The Bulls, the the famed 90s Bulls was the biggest revolving door I've ever seen. That's why I always say Michael Jordan is the greatest player who ever lived. He could win it with anybody. He did win it with anybody. It was, this gets lost. Pippen was by his side the whole time. Everybody else changed around him. It was him and Pippen. You have Mike and Pippen. Two out of five, dude. It was Batman and Robin, seriously. Absolutely. It was Batman and Robin with with a rotating cast playing Catwoman, Batwoman, and... uh, And Penguin. The Joker. That's that's a villain. Whatever. Alfred. There you go. Fuck it. (laughs) Trying to think of (laughs) friendly people in the Batman. Batman don't have a lot of friends when you really start to think of Well, he's not supposed to. It's his lifestyle. I know, right? I know. And if Aaron was here, he'd be like, I don't know shit about sports, but Rich... That's a comic book nerd sin you just committed. That's on like page one of Do Not Do. I'm like, I know, I know. I forgot to check the manual. They do have well, a code. Okay. Are you guys are you guys, you guys you guys got your full of uh NBA or does Earl have some more Well, I mean, LeBron sucks for another <laughs> right. fifteen minutes and I can go get another cigarette. Because I'd like to move on because we're up against Brock does suck, but let's talk NHL. Let's talk about okay, well, the ice. I'm sorry, I, I gotta th- I gotta throw you guys an audible. Oh. Uh Here's the deal. Um, uh, both series tied, one-one. Uh, go Islanders, go Knights. Uh, Canadians and Lightning can fuck off. Uh, that's about my take for right now. I, what I do want to talk about is something that's actually going on in a sport that's being played in the regular season and is affecting the sport, which is these pitchers using tactile substances to essentially glue their fingers to the ball and and generating sometimes upward of six, 700 more RPMs and their throw. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, I remember. Spider, spider gunk or whatever. They, yeah, basically back in the day, for the uninitiated, back in the day, to get your fingers a little tacky so you can hold on to the ball, players would go to their mouth, go to the rosin bag, mix the two, and it gives them a little, it's not like stickums, like, you know, like from the, the replacements or the 1970s fucking NFL. It's not that shit, but it just gives you better grip. Well, they've taken it to another level because I guess COVID, you can't go to your mouth. So they were coming up with other ways and they're mixing like sunscreen and other stuff to to come up with this like substance that they could use. That's technically not banned, but it's an illegal substance. It's just they haven't banned because the the end result is can be made so many different ways. They haven't banned individually. It's like when you go into a head shop and they got the cracker over here, and then on the other side they have the CO two cartridges, and then way in the back they have the balloons. <laughs> if you know how all three of those fit together, you can have a good time. If you don't, you're like, why the fuck is there a cracker, CO two cartridges, and balloons here? Well, I'm sure it's like being a murderer and going to Home Depot, right? everything you everything you need is there yeah Mm. and i mean and there's and there's clubhouse guys who apparently are like mad scientists at concocting this stuff to the point where players have who switched teams have tried to get the clubhouse manager to come with them to the new team especially pitchers pitchers who get big contracts etc etc now, from what I understand, MLB has finally said, "Okay, enough is enough," because they actually, because of all the technology we have, we can actually measure how many RPMs 
a, a ball that a pitcher throws is spinning. And there is a, I mean, clear increase. Then the NBA or Wasn't MLB been come a ton out and of said, no hitters this year. Yeah, and, yeah. There's and, already been six or seven. And yeah, isn't the whole league hitting mm-hmm. like two hundred? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I'll, I'll I'll get to that in a second because there's something else that that factors in because you got to remember ultimately this is a business. And the leagues want to protect their brand. So what MLB did is they basically said we're going to start che- we're going to check for this substance in the minors, starting in the minors. That announcement, all of a sudden, RPMs started dropping on a lot of pitchers huh. on their pitches. Then MLB said beginning of next month they're going to start checking pitchers coming off the mound, their belts, their hat brims. Any place that they could put this substance, and if they get caught with it, they get a 10-game suspension paid. But you still, that's, I don't know, with a pitcher, I'm imagining that means you missed two starts. I can't imagine it means 10 starts, because that's what, a qu- almost a fifth of their season, as far as starts. That's, that's yeah, I mean, hefty. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? So, what was that pitcher's name that beat the shit out of the old guy for... Um, in beat shot, Pedro Martinez. Yeah, Don Pedro Zimmer. Martinez. Don Zimmer thought he was young for a second. Ran up on Pedro, and Pedro was like, "Olay!" and threw the old man. <laughs> <to> the <ground. laughs> he tied cheat him. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> Pedro Martinez was on the Four Letter Network and said uh, that he. Uh, it was a. It was made fun of because it was a it was a joke, but it wasn't a joke when he said it. But it was turned into a joke that he wanted his balls rubbed out by who he wanted his balls rubbed out by. Yeah. And if his balls weren't rubbed out, he wouldn't throw them. I bet. Yes. The, the, the easy jokes. So but. That, right. Easy jokes, but it made it, it made uh, its point to what you're saying, Rich. That if he, if it wasn't rubbed out by who he wanted it rubbed out by, he couldn't get his. Because Pedro Martinez, arguably a very one of the best. Uh, there's and, a lot of people that consider him the best pitcher ever. Yeah, right. So he he could get his movement on the ball by how, how and who rubbed it out. Whether he put yeah. stuff on it, whether you know. Well, I mean, for here in Detroit, we don't have to go back very far. Well, shit, it's been 15 years. God damn, fucking. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm flying like a motherfucker. Okay, guess I guess go back. Dude, <laughs> go back longer than my buddy's children have all lived, <laughs> and uh, and they're not newborns either. Anyways, go back to, to 2006 in the World Series when Kenny Rogers was on the mound, and the pine tar thing. Pine tar was used to give him to help him get grip in extremely cold weather. It's kind of common, but it's like it's a gray area. It's like it's against the rules, and bro, you were. Like, if you do it to where it's not, like, obvious, fine. But you're on national TV, game one of the World Series, and the shit smeared on your arm to where it looks like you someone took a black marker and was drawing on you. Come on. Now, what was with... <laughs> I understand for pitchers, but remember the famous, you know, George Brett pine tar. What, what's the purpose of it on the bat? See, I don't think... There was a purpose for it on the bat. I think it was just to get him called out because I don't. In other words, I know there's a rule you can't have pine tar above a certain point of above your handle on your bat, 
but I don't oh. know the, why the rule's oh. there. And I think they just said, hey, that looks like his pine tar is going over. Get him called out on a technicality. No, no, but I'm sure at one point there was there's a rule you can't run the bases backwards because you had players who would run the bases backwards. You actually you indirectly answered it for me. You'd put it on the handle. I'm like, why the fuck? Because I always remember the players rubbing it on like the fucking barrel of the bat, and I'm thinking, why the fuck would you put it on there? But no, put you put it on the handle. Yeah, you don't want the ball to stick to it, or you can't. Yeah. No, yeah, no, the handle. You're trying to no, send it. Now it makes sense. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like I don't know why the rules there. It probably some 1800s. Somebody did something that they were like, okay, we're gonna get rid of this. That's that's why it's like baseball. Look, baseball rules have changed constantly used to be foul balls weren't strikes and there were guys who had like a swing and a miss ratio of like sub 20 percent so imagine how long those games went you know what i'm saying like seriously they changed the rule because one guy was so good at fouling off balls at bats would take 20 plus pitches i mean dude (laughs) there was a pitcher half an hour hey what's going on and I mean, th- th- this is the day back in the day when pitchers, you know, would pitch every four days, and you went until they absolutely had to pull you. They didn't want to pull you; they had to pull you. Like there's a, I think the the MLB record is like 59 wins in one season. That goes back to the 1800s. So I mean, like they were, it was the wild, literally the wild west out then, you know, especially the the minor leagues, the smaller leagues. So. I get it, you know, like it's this is it's natural for rules to change and things to pop up. I just think this is fascinating because this is the antithesis of what fucking MLB wants. MLB wants the homers, the triples, the fucking high scoring games. It's rare to meet a younger person who's a baseball fan, period. It's even more rare to meet a younger person who's a baseball fan who appreciates a pitcher's duel. So Yeah, this is get up and go take a piss baseball, quite honestly. I love it. I'm going to go get another beer baseball. Because I'm going to tell you something. As much as I reference it, you you got to give it to Major League. They called it. Whenever I want to put a little extra on the ball, I just drop a little jalapeno in my nose. Oh, that was, yeah, that's that's totally based off the fucking reality, dude. That's Phil Necro. Fucking... Uh, 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 it's not uh, on a ball. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, I ain't got the arm like you. Whatever gives me a couple extra inches of break. And see, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's I appreciate a pitcher's duel because my favorite pitcher of all time is Bob Gibson. And yes, I know that you know I'm supposed to hate him because through osmosis because I'm a Tigers fan and in '68 they played the Tigers and Gibson dominated the Tigers. But that's one of the reasons I love him because one that motherfucker took no shit on the mound. Walk him. And he'd hit the batter. And the, and the manager come out and go, what the fuck you hit him for? He goes, why would I waste four pitches when I can put him on with one? I'm like, that's my man. That's me. Yeah. That's me. In a, that's me. Now, that's my mentality on a pitcher mound. Now, see, my but, favorite not, not his ability. time, I, I got to give it. It always has been. It always will be since the moment I saw this motherfucker, the big unit. Oh, I get it. I totally get it. I understand. And here's the thing. I just watched a documentary on him. Season. I watched a documentary on. I know I haven't. haven't Are we done? Okay. No, I'm not done. I'm going to talk. Can I be in charge for a little bit? Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I just watched a documentary on YouTube about him, and it's post retirement. He's he's like it's following like what he was doing, and it goes back into his career. 
And he swears up and down. He's like, look at the scouting reports. Go back and look at my minor league footage. I could always throw hard. I just didn't know where it was going. I seriously. Rick Vaughn. <laughs> it was just, yeah, he was like, I wasn't, if I threw at you, you knew it. Most of the time, and most of the time people think I was trying to intimidate pitchers or batters. I was like, well, I don't, I don't know where it's going. He's like, but it slipped. Hot. Sorry. And it's like, yeah, but it slipped and you're throwing 100 miles per hour, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, throw. Never forget the video. And anybody who's listening, any anybody who hasn't seen oh, it, go watch the video. Of the bird? When it hits the bird. Everybody's had to seen that, dude. By now, with the internet. But if, you, if you watch it. And you've seen it. That's great because everybody watches the bird do two things. Number one, after the feathers explosion, look at the catcher. Number one, watch it and look just at the catcher through the whole thing because the catcher's sitting there with his mitt and he's ready and he knows it's coming and it's coming hot. And then all of a sudden the catcher just jumps up and rips his mask off and backs up like, did he just make the ball explode? (laughs) The fuck? Did that thing break the sound barrier? What happened there? Got to watch the catcher. It's the funniest part of that video. The fucking bird is off. Number two, the bird is off to the left. If you can find it, off to the left, just flopping around in the backstop. Okay. But if you watch just the catcher, he pulls his mask off. It starts backing away like Randy just fucking made the baseball go poof. Yeah, that's some natural shit. Like the casing came off the motherfucker. How'd he do that? At least he hit it with a bat in that movie. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, but look, the point of bringing up Bob Gibson and, 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 and hey, Randy Johnson too, whatever. It, they both work as examples. The shit on your fingers... Ain't going to help you throw hard, but it will give you break. And if you watch Bob Gibson's 12-6 curveball, it literally looks like there is a shot from the 68 World Series where he throws a 12-6 that breaks right through the strike zone and ends right below the strike zone. And I want to say it's Cash, Norm Cash, whiffs on it and looks like a fucking four-year-old at a t-ball game first time holding a baseball bat. And that ball drops like it rolled off the ed- edge of a table. I mean, it is, but it's going 87 miles per hour. It's coming straight. And then, I mean, it had to have at least nine, 10 inches of drop to it. That's what this shit does. Gives your ball movement. Makes it harder to pick up and read because obviously you're trying to, you're trying to read the ball and you learn the spin of the ball. If it's coming in like this, it's this. If it's coming in with no spin, it's a knuckle or a knuckle curve, depending on what the repertoire is. So you get my point. That's what's making these pitchers good. Ironically, it's making it more interesting for me to watch baseball, but no one else is happy. But it also makes me question people like Max uh, Scherzer. And, oh, uh, no, 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 dude. You're wrong. Wrong. You're, you're, I, you're right. You're barking up the right. You're hitting on a lesbian. You got the right instinct. She's fine, but she ain't fine for your team, bro. You need to come up into this fucking new decade because what is it? Trevor Bauer is he's a pitcher that that just signed a huge contract. Yes. Okay. From the and he was on the Reds last year or whatever. Yeah. His spin, his RPM rate has gone off the fucking charts. 
the only pitcher whose RPM rate has stayed the same since that announcement by MLB is DeGrom. Because DeGrom, and I just watched Chris Rose pod, or, or well, listen to his podcast. He had DeGrom on not that long ago. And DeGrom, and not DeGrom, he had uh, James McCann on, who used to catch for DeGrom, or does still if he's with the, I don't know where he's at. Anyways, he's talking about catching DeGrom, and he's like, it's the dude's a video game. The dude is literally point, set, or, or choose your pitch, select it, and then you just throw it there. He goes, and he does 99.9% of the time. He throws it right where I tell him to. Like, yeah, he but goes, he's I've not never worked Mets. Who cares? <laughs> It doesn't matter. And Sandy Koufax played for nine years as one of the greatest pitchers to ever do it. Doesn't fucking matter, dude. Barry's career lasted ten years. It could have went easily another three or four. Yeah, okay? it doesn't matter. It doesn't change anything. Okay, he's still uh, Jake, that nasty. Jake has the ball. I'm not gonna lie. Jake Degrom has a ball. But what I'm saying, right. what I'm saying is, is that this is what's unusual about this is. Granted, they're being very proactive. There was a lot of bitching and complaining about this. A lot of fucking the, the sports culture, the culture surrounding sports were complaining about this. And MLB walked in and said, we're going, no, nip this. This is a bud clearly in need of nipping, and well, we're doing it. Well, they still got the stink of Houston on them. Like, they don't want to get caught again. And good. Good. Look, good. People, I can't blame the players for trying to get an advantage by stretching or, or muddying the waters in a rule book. I, that's kind of what you do, right? You push the envelope, right? That's called playing with an edge if he's on your fucking team. He's called scumbag if he's on the other team. There's a whole chapter okay. in the Bill Belichick fucking handbook about it. So that's fine. And no one's being killed. And it's just like people are like, how could you say that about steroids? They're only killing themselves. And if they're willing to die for me to be more entertained, I'm smart enough to watch it. I'm fine with that. It's your body. Do what the fuck you want. Rich is. I don't care. Rich is invoking. Are we not entertained? Pretty much. Yeah, right. I mean, hey, Rick, but this goes back to my question. I, I, I blew him up. I said it was amazing, but was it, or was it that substance with Clayton Kershaw? Because I showed you his his drop, and I said this is so unfair. No, I because the ball looks like he was going at him, and then just thunk. You're missing. You're missing the point of what I'm saying, though, and you're missing the point of the story, because you're you're focusing on the sexy part. You want the fucking sizzle, but you you're missing the steak, bro. This only started this season. They were able before last season to use spit and rosin, and that's what they was the accepted way to get a better grip on the ball. So yes, their balls back then did have more break because of a, a quote-unquote foreign substance, but it was one allowed by baseball. Because of COVID, they told them to stop going to their mouth. They had to come up with a substitution. So now they're inventing shit that's even more sticky and tacky than spit and rosin. That's the story and what's happening after it. Stop trying to shoehorn people. You know their name into the story. It ain't got nothing to do with it, dude. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Stop trying Christ. to make fetch happen, Earl. Girl. Stop fucking doing information dumps. We get it. You watch baseball. We all do. Okay. Now. I, I was just asking the question if he was using that. I didn't. <laughs> of course they are. They were fucking using pine tar or whatever was acceptable with or, or looked the other way or an unwritten rule that like you don't really call somebody on it because all of the pitchers do it. And if your guy's doing it, you can't really fucking go after the other guy for doing it. 
That's an unwritten rule in baseball. Everybody does. Literally, I've watched podcast after podcast with current Major League Baseball players, hitters, on shows going, I don't really want to comment because I'm going to piss off our pitchers no matter what I say. He's like, and, and, and it was one host, one host, it was, the, it was Chris Rose had the balls to be like, so everybody does it. And he's like, infer what you will from that. That tells me all I need to know. Yeah. I mean, dude, if you want a breakdown of the fucking stats and you want to go old school stats, you know, like three slash stats, batting, OB, you know, on base, blah, blah. You want to go that? Stark Raving Sports. YouTube, shout out to Stark Raving Sports. I don't, I, they probably have a podcast, but they have a YouTube channel. Easily digested 10, 15 minute videos. It, he breaks down and explains to you if, and he doesn't do it in a condescending you're an asshole for not knowing this way that so many people who rely, who are very much in the metrics side of the baseball stats argument, he explains it to you and he never talks down to you. And you start to understand, oh, oh, I'm starting to understand this stat now. Okay. So shout out to them, man. Seriously, if you're not, a, if I've, re I've rejected the whole sabermetrics thing because I'm just like, it's all bullshit. It's really not. It's just you have to understand the context that's being used. And that's way too much to go into with only a handful of minutes left on this show. If you guys want, we can go into it on, on another. But he breaks it down, dude. He shows you before COVID. Well, not before COVID. Before this season. Pitcher. Same pitch. Same mechanics. Same point of release. Everything is exactly the same, frame by frame by frame. Boom, look at the spin on that. I mean, and so my question is, I mean, are you guys cool with MLB going, eh, come on, guys, don't be dicks about it. We get it. You can't use the tried and true spit and, and, and rosin bag method. We understand that. But come on, dude. Seriously? Or are you guys like, fuck it, let them do it? Uh, I, 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 as being an old school, I, fuck it, let them do it. I mean, it's... that's. That's part of the game. It's been part of the game, and you stated here this whole rant. It's it's what they do. I mean, it's like readily available stuff, right? I mean, it's not like stuff they got to. It, it's not like when you know Peyton Manning was having shit mailed to his fucking house, right? I mean, it's like to what some of it's like no, sunscreen it's and stuff. like yeah, it's clubhouse stuff. So I mean, I mean, we're we're definitely in the gray area here, but well, I mean, I, I here's my concern: if this came about because of COVID. And you can't go to your mouth. Okay, once we get past the tipping point, so, I mean, fuck it. Let's say two seasons in the future. They go, all right, you've went three Christmases and whole years and horrible fucking weather and haven't had another outbreak of COVID. You can go back to going to your mouth. Why would pitchers go back if this offers so much better of an alternative, but it also gives them that advantage? That's my concern. Like, this isn't for getting attacked. They're not. It's not being used in the to just have a tacky grip on the ball. It's being used to give them an advantage. You see what I'm saying? Like, because if you grab the ball with resin and spit, it's nowhere near as tacky as this stuff. Nowhere near. It just helps it. So, it, like, if you have a delicate grip on the ball where you're holding it with your fingertips, it doesn't slip out of your fingers because it's leather and it's smooth. Well, won't hitters learn to? Won't hitters learn to hit these pitches eventually? And that's what one of the that's what one of the batters said. They asked him, and he said, "Baseball is a game of adjustments. You know, sometimes that's a, it's adjusting your batting stance, adjusting how you tap your foot when you wave your bat, because it's all timing. 
And, it, and your timing is individual to you, and your adjustments have to be within yourself. So if you see that a ball's coming with more spin, you either have to rely on being able to pick up what that ball is and recognize it even with the more revolutions, or you have to adjust your you know, approach at the plate, or most likely you're going to have to use every skill and in and, and your skill set and your availability to make adjustments and play better, play at the level you did before that. That's what he said. And I'm like, that's true. I, I'm going, I'm about, when he's talking, this motherfucker, I can't remember the player's name. I'm sorry. It's a, it's, he's a hitter on Miami. Um, his name's Miguel. So I remember his first name. That's it. Sorry. Sorry. But, it's racist. Uh, sure. Whatever. I'm sure, um, I'm sure somehow it is. But, uh, I was, he needs to, he needs to be a, a manager or a coach someday because when he was explaining it, I was flashing back to little league and, he was explaining it better than my little league coach, and I played little league under the same coach for three years. So I was like, Ooh. you know, wow, yeah. <laughs> that don't mean nothing. It just means I, I played in the same city. That's it. That's all it means. Why? Uh, it was an ironic. No, it was an ironic. Ooh, undeserved. It was an ironic. Ooh. But so, I, to, to, see now, to me, this is like if it comes out they've been doing this before this shit, like league wide then i'm gonna have to go well then what the fuck is everybody's excuse why all of a sudden are all these rpms happening now or increases happening now if everybody's been doing this for and i'm wrong earl which means i have to owe you another apology on there and you know i thought next week comes out oh they've been doing this for 20 years oh well what the fuck then 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 explain to me what the difference is then i don't care do it then was it miguel rojas r-o-j-a-s might have been he was just on Chris's Chris Rose's uh, uh, show. It was like well, from the look, 60s. I, like I said, it, it's I part of the, been part of the game. Let it be part of the game. Pitchers find a way to pitch. Batters find a way to hit. It's just it. I, 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 dude, I can't disagree. And the you now this is just strictly purely the society we live in. And a comment about. MLB protecting their brand. Remember I said, this is the antithesis of what they want. They don't want pitchers duels. They don't want low scoring games. Uh, Excuse me. In MLB, the show, this year's only licensed video game you can get on consoles. They have constant updates every week about player boost and stuff like that. And if this player did this really well, then you can get this special card and his stats are boosted and all this. And at the beginning, when it first came out this season, all pitchers. This story broke. They're pushing hitters like you can't believe. I, there's hardly any pitchers in last month's fucking moments. You know what I'm saying? From 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 a whole month. And I'm like, yeah. They're like, hey, we know the product on the field is not as exciting as you'd want, but we're going to make sure your video game stays exciting. <laughs> and, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, that's not even conspiracy theory. That's just good marketing. And you're telling me if I'm thinking of it that these billionaires haven't thought of it that run EA Sports? Get the fuck out of here. That run MLB? So that's how you know that this shit is like, you know what I'm saying? Like little, like it's a little bit bigger than fucking just, okay, they're getting an, a, a, an advantage they didn't have before. You start signing some like, meatballers. Yeah, dude. dude let's when, see, some, when, let's when, see some football scores. Let's go. Yeah, if attendance put up, yeah, we want crooked numbers every inning, not straight number, you know? The one thing you gotta, one thing you gotta watch for though is you don't want people to start thinking, "Oh, he's juicing." No, the, the fucking pitcher stopped being able to break it. 
Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. The real baseball heads I talk to are all like, of course, they're still juicing. They, they're just doing shit. We haven't figured out how to test or, or found out how to catch them yet. Or there's masking agents right? that the league doesn't know yeah, about. Yeah, that's all it is. Especially since the millions that are online, the line for these guys' contracts now, they learned from the Jose Canseco players' generation, keep your mouth shut. Shh. It's going to take. Dead serious. It's going to take a fucking, like, Jim Bowden or, or, or Jose Canseco to come out for us to even know what the fuck was really going on now. Because, dude, you don't hear that shit. What do players talk about? Like sports, the, the reporting around sports back then was what are the players on? How do they get this big? Blah, 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 blah. Now it's social media, doing, you know, podcasts, uh, 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 hot takes on social topics, et cetera, et cetera. There's hardly any talk of like clubhouse stuff. And believe me, every league loves that. Every oh, league. absolutely, absolutely. But if if the pitchers have to stop being able to break the ball and get the curve that they usually get, and these hitters are knocking them out the stadium on on record setting paces, that talk is going to come back up. You want to make sure it stays and don't shift. I get what he's I get what he's saying no. though, Rich. Yeah, I got I yeah. got you. I, you yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, you, I, mis- I kind of misunderstood. Those demons are in the box. You want to keep them in there. Like, remember in Ghostbusters when they turned off the trap and all the ghosts got out? But Earl doesn't want to see that happen. <laughs> yes, exactly. I got you. I got you. No, no, absolutely. Who are you going to call? I'm just saying. <laughs> but, yeah, I I have to say, man, uh, kind of been getting more into baseball. And since the Tigers are, well, the Tigers, it's baseball. And I'm like, hmm, I kind of miss baseball, man. And, I, Chris, I get it. If it's – but – I like something I can put on in the background, and I there's are certain audio cues that I know I better turn around and, and, and watch. You know what I'm saying? The two months that begin with A are really the months I'm interested in baseball, <laughs> April and August. I got you. But it's, when it, that's how come I always took literally pastime to mean literally it's something that you can like pass the time in the background with. Oh, like I get putting it. on soap operas or something for a stay-at-home mom or something oh, I understand. like that. I understand that absolutely. It definitely it'll pass or time. Ten. But it's same like, I mean that's why that's why the NFL is so popular. Every fucking game means something. We are in a spot in baseball right now where these games don't mean shit. Like I mean, you could. Yeah, I mean, be, it means stuff for the stats and the records. No, but uh, but there have been teams that have been in you know we're in what the middle of June. There have been teams in the middle of June. I think the Tigers were in the spot one where they were in the basement, and by the time you get to September, they're in the playoffs. You know, yep. uh, I mean, just right now, it's just it's it, it, they are almost meaningless games. I'm saying almost. That's why. But that's why I said now is the time you watch and you, you're like. That's why, like, Verlander's, the anniversary of Verlander's first no-header just passed, I believe, on the 7th. And, uh, dude, that was the perfect time. June 7th, that's like, the, it, it's the June swoon, dude. You know what I'm saying? That got, that got people's attention back up into the Tigers in 2007 after they had that fucking stumble of a start after going to the World Series. But that's the type of shit you're seeing. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what you watch in these days for. 
You watch for the individual accomplishments. I say I know, I know enough right now to know that I know the Tigers are not a complete pile of shit at the moment. Not as bad, but that's not saying much. Well, they're, they're, I guess right. They've I guess they've worked their way back to zero. Would be a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. They're no longer in debt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're they're above. They're they're even with the the mean average instead of below it, and they need. But we need forward progress. We need to keep going above that. Come on, let's do this. They're like so. they got no debt, but like a six twenty credit rating. <laughs> hey man, no, but I'm saying that's a I good. Feel sp- pers- I feel personally attacked. Well, no, that's a good spot to be. <laughs> that's a good spot to be in. Like you don't have any debt and you got nowhere to go but up, unless you make dumb decisions. So it's Al Avila's in charge. So you know, yikes. Yeah, but you got A.J. Hinch, and I do think A.J. Hinch is a different type of manager. I understand he's attached to the Astros stuff. I get it. I think I don't he might care. be our pudge. This team, this team could cheat all they want. It ain't going to help them that much. <laughs> you I have to still be good. <laughs> I think he might be our pudge. He might be the yeah. guy that gets the guys to come here. That's what I'm thinking. I think that's what they're going for. I, I've, heard I a sound, honestly, I've heard a sound theory on another podcast I listened to that I think is dead on. There's going to be a lot of guys who want to get out of Houston because they're tired of getting shit thrown at them, and they're going to come play for A.J. Hinch. That's... mm, I can see it because there was an element of that that mid-2000 Tigers that was getting the band back together between Dave Dombrowski... You know, him being the general manager for 97... With the with the Marlins, and he hired Leland, and then the 2003 Marlins, Pudge, Miggy, Dontrell Willis, all on that team. Dave Dombrowski, GM of that team. Then he comes to Detroit. I cannot remember, but I think Alan Trammell had already been hired, and the general manager was let go. And Dombrowski come, or did Dombrowski hired Alan Trammell? He hired Alan. No, Dombrowski he hired, hired Alan Trammell. Yeah. So he must have hired him and. Well, wait a minute. Dombrowski was there in 2003 for the Marlins as the general manager. So how the fuck? When was was 2004? No, 2004 couldn't. It, was it 2004? Trammell's first year as manager here. I know. Shit. When, when Alan Trammell was a manager, I was delivering pizzas. So that's pre 2005. Anyways, it, yeah, 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 definitely. Well, six was Leland's first year, and Trammell was definitely. I was at opening day 2005. Ooh, opening day 2005. Uh, and yeah, Detroit was, Tigers, 2002 there. to 2015, Dave Dombrowski. Yeah. Okay. That was wrong. He wasn't there. Okay. That's how he knew Pudge though, or he knew that he had the pipeline into Miami in the yeah. Mar- or Florida Marlins. Jesus Christ. Now, I'll tell you, it, you know what AJ Hench is though? I mean, and I know we, I know we, we had to talk about this when he got signed here. That is definitely the door to Verlander comes back here to retire a Tiger. Yeah, I could see it. As long as him and Verlander are in good standings and from everything I've heard publicly, Verlander's been like, I, I'm a pitcher. I don't know shit about that. <laughs> just, I mean, that's basically, that's basically like, and I'm like, well, I got to respect it. He's, he's playing the game. That's what he's doing. He's, He's not picking. Oh, he's not picking any sides. Here's the deal: he hasn't been implicated, nor has he been exonerated of anything, because you can't be exonerated for something you're not accused of. So he's playing it. I don't know about. It. I don't know. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I don't know. Playing, I pitch. Whatever. I'm married to Kate. Upton. He pulled the old trick. 
I don't know. I don't know. No, what he did was well, no. He did exactly what Chris just said. He's like, I show up, I show up one out of every five days ready to fuck shit up, and then I go home to Kate Upton the other four nights and fuck her up. Yeah, okay? I was, that's what I've been paying attention to. I was just taking a. I did want to take this opportunity to remind you guys he gets to fuck Kate Upton whenever he wants to. Just, Dude, so, I found a video. I, I sent it to you guys of him. When he met her, or she met him, because she was, you could tell, she's in the stands right behind the the dugout, and she's like, Justin, Justin, and he pops his head up, and she's like, hi, and he's like, oh, hey, hey. oh, shit, hi, she's like, can I have your autograph, and he just goes and gets a ball for her, signs it, what's hands that, it to her. What's that drop? Oh, wait, let me check with my boner. Oh, yeah, he's fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, Chris is like. Yeah, how much money would you be willing to bet his number was on that ball? I'm like, oh, in a heartbeat, bro, yeah. in a heartbeat, because she was just, she <laughs> just turned, dude. I think she had just turned into Kate Upton. Here's my main bro, cell. Here's my secret cell. Here's my email. <laughs> <laughs> here's my LinkedIn. Yeah, here's my Facebook page. <laughs> but no, dude, seriously, she had just become or was about to become Kate Upton because. The first thing I ever saw of her, she was 17 at some basketball game doing the Dougie in the crowd, and that's what she got famous for. And then, like, someone was like, hey, she's done modeling and posted the pictures. And next thing you know, it was like, uh, would you like a lot of money to walk around in our lingerie? Hey, you look hot and not a lot of clothes. Here's yeah. Some, and Here's some money. Yeah. All of a sudden, boom, the whole world knew who Kate Upton was. My dick knew who Kate Upton was. I don't know if yeah. I did, but my dick definitely knew who Kate Upton was. And believe me, Verlander's dick definitely knew who Kate Upton was when he handed her that ball. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's a good note to end on. Thinking about Verlander's Kate Upton's dick. boobs. What? Well, see? Oh, oh wow. Yeah, see? That, ooh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the veneer slipped for a second. Yeah. Stop. Death Queen, you go. <laughs> uh, follow us on uh, social media. Uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Sporgy Podcast. Email Sporgy Podcast at ChristopherMedia.net. Go to ChristopherMedia.net. Hit the PayPal button. Hit the uh, Amazon banner. Uh, that's how you help us out. And wherever you listen to us, uh, that now includes YouTube, please rate and review us because that helps other people find the podcast. Uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, five star reviews only, please. You know, keep your one stars to yourselves. Uh, other than that, we'll catch you next time. All right, and once again, shout out Stark Raving Sports. Check them out. Very cool channel. Later, guys. Peace out, yeah. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.